In this episode of Direct Response Secrets, we're talking about how we can optimize your newsletters. So if you are just sending newsletters and nobody's clicking through and they are falling flat, you're gonna love this episode. We're gonna show you exactly how to get more engagement, more clicks, and more sales. Let's get into it. Tired of sending emails and they absolutely fall flat? Well, you're not alone. There's a lot of people that struggle with email. And in this training, I'm going to show you exactly how to get more engagement, more clicks, and more sales using the techniques that I've learned uh, over the last couple of years, writing for some of the most sophisticated markets on the planet. So you may be thinking, well, that's great. Um, why should I take the time to listen to you? And, and where is your background and your skills? Well, Listen to me if you want. I really don't care. I'm putting out this content because I want to be able to give back and provide value to the marketplace. What I'm looking at is uh, ways that I can serve more people at scale. And creating content videos like this is a way for me to do that. I wasn't always the newsletter guy or the email guy. Um, I was originally the ad guy where I was running Facebook ads and we built a, a big agency. And then I had somebody approach me to come and write for their newsletter. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to get opens. I, I did understand copywriting. I did have a background in writing advertising. So that definitely did help. And uh, what I'm going to share with you in this training will fundamentally shift the way that you send emails, the way you view your audience, and ultimately the way that you generate engagement, clicks, and sales. All right, enough talk. Let's get into it. Let me share my screen with you here. All right, cool. So we're going to be talking about uh, five things that really move the needle when it comes to a newsletter. And my last video, if you haven't seen it, we talked about kind of like the mindset stuff that really gets things going. Of course, your emails need to be valuable. Of course, you need to understand your audience better than anybody else so you can provide that value. And there's a difference between being valuable, okay, and adding value. Adding value is nice. Being valuable is they can't live their life without it. So there's there's a difference and we got to provide that type of value. If you haven't seen that video, highly recommend you go check it out. All right. Number one, crafting irresistible subject lines. So, subject lines. Cool. So, how do we go about crafting amazing subject lines? Well, what I have found to work best is I like to put an emoji on the front just because, and similar to branding and other things like that, if you put an emoji on front and you consistently send that emoji on the front, like meaning at the very beginning of the subject line, people will notice that and that'll kind of pop out in the inbox. And it doesn't need to be obnoxious. So like for one newsletter, I'm using a uh, a light bulb, right? And that, and then, then we have the rest of the subject line. For the subject line, I stay true to what's inside the email. And this is just what I've naturally done. Because if not, if I'm baiting a click, then they see the content and they're not impressed. They're not, not only are they not going to buy, they're going to unsubscribe. So clickbait doesn't necessarily work well for us when we're building a community and building a long-term newsletter. 
So what I try to do is I have this emoji that's on the uh, on the front side here. And then my goal is to just be honest. And I almost undersell here. I'm not like the most magnificent around the topic. I'm very much like, this is what you're going to get. And then I try to over deliver that when they read the email and consume. Because we're going to get a percentage of people that click and those people that click, great. We want them to be excited. We want to continue this um, from like a human psychology standpoint. We want to feed them that dopamine every time they open the newsletter. They should be getting a gift from us that is super exciting and that they're actually looking forward to it. And we're programming them to realize that we're going to be sending an email every Thursday or every uh, Sunday or whenever it is you send your emails. We're trying to condition them to expect our emails. So the emoji on the front is something that stands out. And if we have the same emoji every time we send an email, that's a way to get uh, consistency and, and they recognize that right away. And if we're being honest in our subject line, and I know in a world filled with clickbait, that may not sound like the greatest way to get attention, but I promise you consistency will get you the opens that you want over time as long as you're delivering on what your promise is right here. So an honest promise is, is the best for a crazy uh, headline. Now you can get into playing with like who it's from and all that stuff. I keep it simple. I wanted them to, know, I don't change that. I want it to be the same. And people are trying to like trick people into clicking. That's not what we want. We want people to be excited. We want them to click on it and be like, what's this? They read it, they're like, wow, this is great. And then we're letting them know, guess what? This is coming again next week. And then we're starting that conversation in that story. And that works good. Uh, number two, we have polls and surveys. Now, we want engagement from our list in the form of the open, of course, but also clicks and things happening inside of the newsletter. The craziest thing happens when you send and create a great newsletter, you'll see it kind of compound on itself. Like clicks will come from weeks, if not months later, people will be referencing this material, especially if your newsletters are great. And our goal is, if you recall from our last video, is to create content that's worth $100 or more, right? So it's great content. They're super excited about it. And that drives them to come back and open all the emails. But from an engagement standpoint, and, and even just a feedback standpoint, we don't really get a ton of feedback. So I literally, I'm like, good or not. <laughs> I put a poll on on the actual email at the bottom. It's like, how did you like today's email? Meh. Yeah, no. Like, tell me what you, you liked about it. Or like, hey, uh, no, man, yeah. Or sucks, okay, great. And then we can gauge that feedback, but also we're conditioning them to engage with our emails. The more that we condition people to open our emails, the more opens we get. The more we condition people to click within our emails, the more clicks we get. And as we combine that with extreme amount of value, it's going to pay dividends. So we're basically, the whole process of email marketing and newsletter marketing is just conditioning somebody to enjoy and, and love our content. And we, and we do that. Uh, a good way to do that is through polls and through surveys because we find them almost irresistible because we want to give our feedback to somebody 
And um, if it sucks, you'll get a lot more negative feedback than you will positive, but you will get positive feedback from your emails as well. So a poll is a good way to do that. And then, like I said, I say good. Uh, let's just do it this way. So like, no, uh, how did we do? No, not good. Sort of. And then real good. You can use your own verbiage, but this goes at the bottom of the email and then people will just click. And if you're using something like Beehive, I'll put the link down below so you can get access to it. But if you're using something like Beehive, it automat automates this process and it's a consistent instant feedback loop for your customers and it gets them clicking in and engaging, which is great. Uh, number three, story. We need story. So when I'm crafting a newsletter, I am thinking about what the topic is and it threads through the entire process. Like, so we have uh, the subject line, let's go line through to the end, uh, intro, um, core content, through our ads, through our everything, through outro, this, we have a, a narrative that weaves through each of them. And what we do is like, so we'll have a topic. And let's say the topic is um, newsletters, for example, because we're talking about newsletters. So the topic is newsletters, right? The subject line is about newsletters. The opening intro is about newsletters. So the hook is about newsletters. And then we go down to our core content, which is about newsletters. And then our outro is also about newsletters. And we're telling a story through each section of this. So as they're opening, it's like the subject line is a, is a, a glimpse of the hook. The intro is the actual hook that'll get people to read and engage. And, and a good way to think of it is that we're just trying to get them to go down, 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 all the way to the end of the email. And we have calls of, through, uh, calls of action all the way through each. And the goal is basically just to get them each step of the process. And using story, it's very hard to not completely read the whole newsletter. So here's a tip for a great story. Loops. Loops are a great way to get people to consume. So you see this all the time with TV, they call them cliffhangers. So let's say we have uh, a subject line, right? The subject line is, is newsletters. And then we have, you're not gonna believe these four things that will improve your newsletters. So what are the four things? That's an open hook, right? Like, we're, we're, why am I reading this? And then we go into the intro, it's like, welcome to the newsletter, this is amazing. We're so happy you're here. We're going to be sharing with you four things that you need to know. What are those four things? Then they go down to the core content. We actually teach the four things. And then uh, we, again, at the outro, tie into the four things. And so we open a bunch of different loops and then we close them with our newsletter. So we open and close. That's it. That's story. That's how you get people excited about it. They want to understand what's going on. You combine that with polls and surveys and stuff like that. You can get people to engage with your content. But most importantly, just from like a, a narrative standpoint, 
each part of this, the goal is to get them to consume the next piece, right? Core content, outro, people will skip the outro a lot of the time, but surprisingly enough, I see a ton of clicks come through our PS section of our newsletters. So it's not to be underrated, but again, it all pointing back to this core content. And what they're not realizing is that in between here, is that we have ads for our programs, we have ads for uh, our sponsors, we have ads built in, and they're all in line with what we're talking about. So the narrative is one big happy story. And when they open it, they get all of these reasons why they need to keep reading it. And as they read it more, they get the answers to all those. And so we are closing all those loops and they feel satisfied. And the whole time we're just conditioning people to open and read and consume, open and read and consume. So much like a soap opera with inside of the inbox. It's really, really great. Every week we got a new storyline that's coming out and, and we're walking them down that narrative and in turn being extremely valuable and promoting our, our brands. Cool. So number four. I like this. I think it's super underrated. Power of identity. We personalize emails. We say, hey, Joe, thanks for reading our email. Or Joe, you're not going to believe this. But here's the thing. People are getting kind of not used to that, but aware that that's automated and it, it it's not very special. So what I like to do is I like to speak to their identity of who they are aspiring to become. So for example, if I was writing a newsletter for media buyers, you may call out, you may speak to them as a senior media buyer, for example, maybe that's what their goal is. And, and we're always speaking to their future self and who they're becoming in their identity. And then we're bridging that gap. We're using number three, the power of story to open those loops and close those loops so we're getting them every time we send an email a step closer to achieving their desired end result. And that's the power of identity. So again, like let's say we want to talk about media buyers. Now maybe we got, oh, whoops. Maybe we got uh, juniors. So let's go. Buyers, we got junior, and then we got senior media buyers. They're, they're currently in a junior position. Now they want to get to a senior position. It's our goal, our newsletter's goal, to help them become that. So if we were to like combine some of these things, you can look at that story, and it's like um, how to become uh, – so let's say uh, run bulletproof Facebook ads would be the headline. And then it's like how to become a senior media buyer. Okay. Again, we're speaking directly to them and we're opening a loop at the same time. And then we're like, hey, welcome back, future senior media buyer. Blah, 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 blah. Have our conversation. Get that to the next level. Open a bunch of loops. This is what we're going to be learning today, how to make your Facebook ads bulletproof. Uh, we're going to be learning these five things, and then we start that conversation. And then in the core content, we deliver on those five things. And speaking to somebody's identity, it's already tapping into their goals and their aspirations. But when I believe that a piece of content is for me, 
you become unstoppable. You, you really will consume that content. Not only will you consume it, you'll implement what is being said. And then when that happens, you will see results. And then they will trust, no trust and like your newsletter over anybody else in the marketplace. And they'll consistently refer you uh, readers and, and click on your advertising and, and really enjoy what you're putting out there because it aligns with who they believe they are trying to become. That's it. That's the power of identity. And it's very, very powerful. And then of course, you need this call to action. At the end, on the outro, we, or the conclusion, or the wrap-up, or whatever you want to call it in your newsletter, we're always giving them a call to action. Now, this could be a physical call to action, like a click a link to buy this thing. This could also be like an inspirational call to action. Uh, again, if we want to play on that identity, we wanted to ask them, not ask them, we're just like, hey, this is the week that you become the senior media buyer. Or these, if you implement the core content that we talked about, you get one step closer to becoming that senior media buyer. And, and we're always positioning things to their best future self, because if they actually take the content and they actually implement it, and it's actually valuable, they will see results, right? And so it's our goal to get them to implement that because when they implement that, they'll know, trust, and like us. They will become advocates for us and our brand. They, again, like I said, click all the ads and um, buy stuff from us and, and we're getting them excited. So the overall goal here is let's just take it from the, the very top. And I, I can give you an example of a CTA, but again, I think the two main ones are, so like product, product, like through ads and services and stuff like that. And then just like general call to actions of excitement. And our goal is to get people excited because when people are excited about an idea, they buy. They engage, they click, and they buy. And that's what we're trying to do here in this training is to get people to go crazy. Now, let's look at them all together. The job of the subject line is to get them to open the email. If they don't open the email, it does not matter. Again, we're just trying to be honest and direct with them. Number two was the polls. So we want to get, not only can we use this to get feedback for ourselves, but let's say there's something pressing happening in the industry, we can get people's feedback on how they feel about it. Tools built inside of like, uh, things like Beehive are great. Uh, number three, stories. Because as humans, we remember stories. We don't remember facts and figures and all of these things. So we want to open as many loops as we possibly can and close them and give them that satisfaction of consuming amazing content. Okay, uh, number four, the power of identity. We want to tap into their overall identity so they feel like they're in the right place. They feel like it's helping them get and achieve their future best self. And we do that by tapping into their identity. And then we give them a call to action. And there's two types of call action. We get them to click on our ads, uh, our products and services, sponsors products and services, and or just excitement to implement the content that they've learned. Because when they're excited, they're more likely to engage, click, and buy. And at the end of the day, the big secret behind running a successful newsletter is helping people actually get the results that they want. Imagine that. Right. If we can help them bridge that gap of here's where I am and here's where I'm trying to go, 
and we systematically set something up that'll help them win long-term, we can't lose, they can't lose, the newsletter won't lose, you're gonna get more engagement, more clicks, and more sales. All right, that's the end of this one. If you enjoyed this training, please consider liking this video for the algorithm. I appreciate you, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Thank you.